0: Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. I am so excited to have our first guest on Soul Speaker Podcast, my dear friend, Megan Garvey Calhoun. We are going to be talking about how to manifest. What is the best way to manifest? How many manifestors do I have out there? Well, we're all manifestors because our whole life is basically a manifestation of all of our thoughts and feelings and attitudes and actions. So take a listen. I hope this inspires you to start becoming more conscious of what you are manifesting. Have a happy day. Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. It's so great to have this episode with you. So excited. Hi, Jenna. How are hey you? you. You're, beautiful. You're so radiant. Ah, the filters are amazing. <laughs> I didn't know there was filters on here. I need filters. Give me filters.
1: Yes.
0: Oh my God. We're going to have to have a filter tutorial. Okay. <laughs> Please filter me. Filter me. We are going to talk today about the best way to manifest. We manifest all the time. You look at your life, you've manifested your entire circumstance right now, everything you've manifested it all. You're a manifester, whether you believe you are or not, which is really amazing. It is. Isn't that I agree? Amazing? It is. It's amazing. What are your thoughts on the best way to manifest? I
1: would say don't just manifest it, mega fest it. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were into
0: the mega festing. So tell us about mega festing.
1: Yeah, well, so I am in in the grand scheme of things, I would say I'm a newbie to manifesting, but I am so fascinated by it. I have studied it quite closely over the last year. I took Gabby Bernstein's Manifesting Challenge at the beginning of the year. And she's got a great book called Super Attractor that I highly recommend. Super
0: Attractor. Super, super Attractor. Super Attractor. Okay. That, that's two words? Yes. Okay.
1: The book is full of actionable steps that you can take to prime yourself for manifesting. I also listened to, or the Abraham, Jerry and Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks book on manifesting, because I was so just could not get enough of it. I would say from, and listening to their podcast, I would say the the things that I've gathered, now you tell me what you think, Jenna, having a high vibration, feeling good, Yes. Enjoying the journey is yes. a big part of it. You have to set the intention. You have to turn your dial so that you can let the universe know where you're going. And then as I like to say, open your receiving hole. And that <laughs> how do you open your <laughs> how do you open your receiving hole? Well, you, you have to Be aware, be mindful, be aware of where are your blocks? So if you want to manifest a man, do you think you're worthy of a man? Or do you want to manifest a hundred dollars? Do you think it's even possible that you can manifest it? So all these little, those are obvious things. Sometimes blocks can be like shadows, but... Yeah. That's kind of my blueprint that I have come up with. So what do you think,
0: Jenna? I think I agree with you. I think there's delicious moments in every moment. Are you seeing the deliciousness of each moment? So for example, this conversation is really delicious and my vibrations high. This tea is really delicious. Mindfulness, I think comes into manifesting that I'm being really mindful to say, wow, this is the most delicious tea. I've had this delicious moment with Megan. I'm having this delicious tea. My shake protein shake was delicious. My workout this morning, meditation, the prayer, all of it delicious. So when you're really conscious and savoring and licking your fingers and really enjoying those moments, I think that helps very much.
1: (laughs) I'm going to lick my fingers right yes. now. <laughs> Wash your hands first. Wash
0: your hands first. I also want to put a little curveball into what you're saying. The spiritual people that I'm following, and I just heard Andrew Harvey say this the other night. When you're trying to manifest like a Cuban pool boy you know, for yourself, it's almost gross negligence. You're not really trying to just manifest something for you, it's for the greater good of all of us. I've heard Gabriel. Bernstein talk about that a lot, the greatest good of all of us. So you could manifest a guy, but maybe it's not the right guy because you haven't changed enough to attract the one that's for you. Mm. The universe knows what we want or what is best for us. And when Carolyn Meese says, pray like you're crazy. And I believe in prayer too, to pray for the highest good of all, put the grace on me today. It's the best I can do today for everybody. And then the blessings come because when you change yourself, it's the law of resonance. It trumps the law of attraction, which is manifesting. When you change who you are, the universe can't help but change. Sort of, sort of like you don't alter you, Vera Wang to fit you. You alter yourself to fit Vera. You don't alter the universe to fit you. You alter yourself yourself to go into the universe, to change into the universe. What do you think?
1: I do know that when I feel good about myself, I feel proud of myself. I feel like happy. I am nicer to my kids and, that sends even more vibrations out into the world of goodness. So the question is, how do we feel good about ourselves? And how do we raise our
0: vibration? That's a really good question. And I think that starts with Mm self-love, which is your first love. So how do
1: you create self-love?
0: I think inner child work, for me, has been key to that. We run around the universe with what I call emotional tattoos because we heard things or saw things when we were kids in a specific way and we felt bad about ourselves. Then we filter everything through those wounds and we have these wound colored glasses and it's people say things and that they say something and we hear something completely different. So all these things that people talk about gratitude, forgiveness, self-love, it sounds like clichés, but it's really the bible, it's the laws. There's universal laws actually. There's a lot of them. When we can grasp those universal laws, I think the manifesting comes. And I don't think manifesting is really about the manifesting. I think it's everything but the manifesting. The manifesting is a natural consequence of living your life according to the laws. Mhm. Mhm.
1: You got the water, the soil, the sunshine and the thing's going to
0: grow. Thank you. Right. The apple tree is not trying to manifest the apples. It, it, is, <laughs> the apples. it is the tree. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yes. So you, you, are, yeah. yes <laughs> you are the
0: God. You are the thing. It manifests what you are, but you're only going to manifest. You know, like Wayne Dyer says, when you squeeze the orange, you're going to get the orange juice. Whatever is inside of you, you're, when you get squeezed, that's what you're getting.
1: So it's important to put good juice inside of us.
0: Yes. Whatever comes out when you're squeezed, that's what you're getting. Exactly.
1: Apple drop. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you brought up gratitude because for me, it kind of goes in a little bit of a circle. So mindfulness, like being aware of your situation and then the next step is gratitude, right? That's where the deliciousness comes in. You have to be aware of what you're even gonna be grateful for. The other day, my kid, I, I co sleep with my kids, and they usually wake up when I wake up. But this one morning, I got out of bed and they were still asleep, and I had my breakfast by myself no one on my lap no one asking me for whatever i i am mindful of this situation right now this is amazing i was so grateful for just that time it's a one two punch right there of mindfulness and gratitude that helps us raise our vibration right. yes. the gratitude it's like the miracle grow of manifesting i think yes
0: people poo poo let's be gracious but you can't be Fearful, anxious, angry, indignant, and gracious at the same time. Be gracious. No matter what happens to you, say thank you. Mm -hmm. There's a a gift in it. It's hard, but the universe by law must answer any question that you ask of it by law. So if you're saying, why me, or having a pity party, that's what you're going to get. So you're talking about manifesting, ask empowering questions. What, what can come of, what good can come of this? What is willing to be birthed in me? What is the gift in this? That's the answer you're going to get. What question do you want the answer to? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. Ask better questions, right? Ask better questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's what manifesting is. That's what Abraham Hicks talks about. Positive aspects thinking about what you want versus what you don't want. They all talk about that. Even Tony and Dean, Tony Robbins is always saying Tony that. do like the answers
1: you're getting I'm, asked better questions.
0: Yeah. Dr. Joe Dispenza, the life that you want. He has a scientific explanation of how the minute you wake up and you're back in your problems, bam, you're back in yesterday. When you, you make a co cohesion in a meditation between your mind and heart And then you focus on the life that you want, you can physically start to change your body, your your world, everything because it's all in the field. We're in this big energy field. You have to know the laws of the field. So it's not let's manifest, but you have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be intentional. And you're doing it and what your intention is. And is it a selfish Mm -hmm. intention or is it a a intention of grace?
1: But I'm saying be intentional about I am being grateful today and where is the good in this situation and all, all that. Right. I I would also say this is coming up for me right now is also forgiveness too. It's like part of the yes. 12 step program someone is in a situation where there's the same patterns repeating over and over again. Say maybe they don't want to take a ride with someone who's not being nice to them and hasn't been for many decades. There has to be a certain level of forgiveness of ourselves for what we've been through. And then forgiveness of that other person. Forgiveness is so hard. I I struggle with that one. I admire Mother Teresa. She's
0: very forgiving. That's why all the religions, that's what the religions all talk about these things. Forgiveness, gratitude, faith. These are people think they're cliches and they poo-poo them, but this is power. There's power in all of these things. These are powerful magic tools. And when you realize the actual power and the magic that we have and decision-making, taking action is another one. I agree with you. Forgiveness is completely underrated in our society. And it's, you don't forgive somebody excusing what they did. You're releasing yourself. Forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself. You're not excusing what the person did. I'm not saying somebody slapped you and it's okay. It's not okay. You're holding on to it as you're drinking the poison trying to kill them. Hmm. Well said. Yeah. Yes. So you can't move on because if you if you haven't forgiven somebody, that you're letting them have power over you. You're holding on to them. They're not holding on to you. They may have forgotten about it already. Mm-hmm. You got yourself in a straitjacket. Mm-hmm. without forgiveness. So that kind of goes back to inner child work too, right? Yes. And for how self-forgiveness is really rough. I've been doing a lot of inner child work. I keep a picture of myself on my phone in ch- different ages and I showcase myself and celebrate myself at different ages. I've also been looking at my critical part because my critical part is the part that feels most unlovable and when you can love your critical inner child or the part of you that's most critical, because that is the part that feels completely unlovable and you can love that part, you set yourself free. Hmm. That's the first step to forgiveness.
1: Oh, interesting. You mean your inner critic? Yes. You mean that voice? That's the, that's the part that feels so unlovable. Hmm. So this is something interesting that I've also been wondering about is what do you do with your inner critic? You just try to mentally kick it to the curb do you make friends with it I guess you go through the same process you just be mindful of it say thank you ego for trying to keep me safe or
0: I love you I love you and feel the love feel yourself really loving that inner critic and that inner critic is getting all this love not just in a
1: sarcastic
0: way no that's the part that needs the love the most hmm mm-hmm yeah. Been really peaceful since I've done that. And I, I very long while ago, I made a kindness contract with myself that I was only going to speak kindly to myself, no matter what I've been very serious about it.
1: Oh, so and what so, do you do if you find yourself, if you
0: notice that. You're I not- catch myself very quickly now. And I say, no, even when I feel the most humiliated, I had two incidences last week where I felt humiliated and I said it's okay you're doing the best you can Mm -hmm. it's okay you're human there's not a lot to be said you haven't done anything to be forgiven for you're human Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cry that's beautiful Uh I'm so glad Jenna so it's simple it's not easy sometimes but it's very simple yeah and sometimes when someone says something mean to me you didn't deserve that you're doing this such a great job. I talk to myself like a two-year-old. hmm And it's really comforting. If you're a little kid, want the way that you would want your mom to talk to you. Yeah. 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 That's really true. Yeah. No, and we don't. Else, it's nobody else's job. This is when you know we think everyone else is supposed to take care of us. It's someone else's job. We have to know we got us first because no one can take that away. Mm-hmm this is where I, kind of, I agree with Harville Hendrix. Are you familiar with Harville Hendrix's work where he says you, everyone has inner child in wounds. So you marry your partner because they're really the mirror of your parents of the wounds that you want to get healed. And you want the relationship to heal those wounds. So everybody mm-hmm. marries their parents on some level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with him hundred percent to that point where I disagree with him is he thinks it's a, Partner's job through his therapy process to sit and hold container for the partner, which I'm not disagreeing with that, but that's not their job first. It's the person's job to have themselves first, and then their partner second. Because if that partner leaves, then where are you? Mm-hmm. Your healing just walked away. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. You got to know that your inner child has to know they're safe with you. And then you'll be, it's emotional freedom right there. Yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Honor their inner child. They don't even, they just bury it. Think, you don't think about it much. It's, I think it's important. It's so important.
1: It's so important. And it kind of is so obvious when people don't have their inner
0: child. Yeah. Healed. <laughs> I mother my inner children. Like they're my own daughters. Oh, no. And I do it actively all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. that's could be something that, that is. We could have a whole conversation yeah. just in the inner child. Just, yeah. that. just that. Yes, I saw once it could have been a meme or something. The person you're looking at in
0: the mirror, that's the person who's going to be with you for your whole life. In my bathroom mirror, I have a sign that says the person that you are looking at right now in the mirror is the person who is responsible for your happiness.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are
0: some other ways that you
1: create happiness in your life?
0: When you are down with you, you're going to, you need to make decisions. People don't take action. It's not helpful. For example, if you and I were going to go out to eat and I said, where do you want to go? And you went, I don't know. And I said, I don't know. Nobody's making a decision where you say, I love these, this restaurant, this restaurant, this restaurant, that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Stand up for a choice.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Say something.
0: Yes. And agenda it's, forward. These little choices almost are even more important than the big choices. Who am I going to marry? Am I going to get a divorce? Am I going to get a house? Am I going to get a car? What job am I going to have? These little choices are almost more important because you're really making a decision and sticking to it. Hmm. It's like practicing. So oh, I am very firm with people when people say, what do you want to do? What don't you want to do? Mm. I, I did that with a friend. She said it was really helpful. That I said I want a salad with a view. And these are the restaurants I like. <laughs> well, there you go. I think is helpful making choices, looking for joy, almost planning joy. Tomorrow, I'm taking myself on a date because I spend time alone, and I just take myself on dates now. Wonderful. I love it. I had a really nice weekend and I said to myself, I had really fun with you. And I said, (laughs) what about you? What is your recipe for joy or tips for joy? Yeah. So if I am really in a funky,
1: stinky mood, feeling overwhelmed, my go to to immediately switch my physiology is the technique that I created called the power up. Okay, and yeah, so that is just breathing very, I think Tony Robbins calls it priming breathing because, of course, oxygen is so important to our survival, but we really don't get enough of it.
0: No, we don't breathe deep. Someone was just saying that. Oh, Archimedes, he does wow, said on Mind Valley every morning he does breathing because mm-hmm. we don't breathe really into our lungs we shallow breathe mhm mhm
1: yeah okay. so do that for a couple minutes and of course gratitude is the, one of the best ways to like you were saying you can't feel fear anxiety depression if, well, I don't know if you can, maybe, you know, there's a little bit of both, but it it really does help to focus on gratitude. And then actually sometimes I even send it out to people because then you're feeling like a purpose. You're helping Mm -hmm. and to be of help is a a great human need, I think. So send out those heart-shaped vibes and get quite still and, and even make an intention for the day. When I was... Working in an office, sometimes I would say, I'm going to be especially nice to this person. I think maybe they need a little extra love today or whatever it is. I'm going to be really conscious and grateful for things that my kids do. And then celebrations. So then you gotta act like you're at a concert, you're seeing your favorite band, and you are cheering, you are just like going wild. So you're gonna be like dancing or yelling, or even sometimes laughter yoga is is a good idea for just leaving yourself feeling like you got fireworks and rainbows coming out of your head.
0: That's awesome. That's, I love a good old fashioned dance party too.
1: Yes.
0: Even a yes. One dance party.
1: So the combination of all three of those things is just
0: so powerful. Let's really move your body and feel happy energy, whatever brings you happy energy, whether it's breathing, dancing, thought, whatever thoughts, intention, prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just going, Bleh. yeah, being silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creativity is underrated. Silliness is underrated. Let's bring this in our daily practice because it, it takes practice. You have to pra- have a daily practice of some kind to mm-hmm. be happy. You can't just go through life unconscious and think you're going to be happy.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: So that's my trick for being high vibe. Okay. And so, all of these things that I think we're saying, you want to be a manifester? Do all these things and do what's best for all of you, not just you. It's not about the hot guy, the bank account, the car, the house. It's all about what's best for everybody. Who's going to benefit from all these things that you're getting? Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like you were saying, when you say your prayer, Gina DeVee does this too. God, please use me today for the betterment of, of mankind. And, and yeah. how can I be serve your greater
0: purpose and my greater purpose? And and one other thing, piece we didn't talk about, which I'm learning about now is wisdom and reading Rumi. I just got this new book, Kabbalah, Delhi Kabbalah. And any mystics, Rumi, Walt Whitman, I heard was a mystic. Hmm. Going to start reading Walt Whitman. Who else? Kabir, all of these types of people. Mother Teresa, whoever it is. Thoreau, Wayne Dyer, it's whoever brings you wisdom, and, and focus on that too. Meditate on the wisdom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That
1: and keep listening, keep listening to Soul Streaker podcast because Yeah.
0: And yeah, and listening to Megan, listening to yeah. listen, listen to us people. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and yeah, when it sinks in, the coin drops, you put it all into
0: action right. just little bits every day. Right. When this begins to change you and you begin to think differently and talk differently, and move through the universe differently, by law, your physical situation has to change, which is interesting because I've been doing all these things and now we've started transitioned from Lunchtime Live into these kinds of conversations and obviously meant to happen. This was the birth of them, all of those things that you and I have been doing in terms of our energy paths, how they linked up. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad for it. Yeah, because I think this was a really good conversation. It was. Jenna. high vibe conversation. Great conversation. Yeah. So right now, if anybody's listening to this, our energy is really good, Megan and I. So feed off of that. Feed off of our high vibe energy to heal. May whoever is listening to this be healed from this conversation. And enlighten from this conversation, and experience joy and peace and blessings and love from this conversation. That is my. Amen. Amen. Do you want to end with a power up? Ah, uh, okay. We'll do a, a quick three-minute power up. How about that? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, get ready to power up. You now, people can't see us. You, is that okay?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I will describe what I'm doing. I'm putting my hands over my head. Way up in the air, like I'm touching the ceiling. And then I'm going to take a deep breath in through my nose. <sighs> and let it out. You can let it out through your nose. Just maybe some snot's going to come out, but that's okay. And then just slam
0: your arms down, right? And
1: slam your arms down into your ribs. It is in rapid succession. So you're going up and down with your arms. In and out through your nose with your breath. So we go maybe for about 20. It wasn't 20, but. It was 10 to count. I feel dizzy. That is
0: good. I have to say, I feel feel a little energized. Like I got a 12 shot or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then you can put your hands over your heart and remember that, and close your eyes. Remember that when you were a fetus, you, when you were a fetus, even before you had a brain, you had a heartbeat. And this heartbeat is the center of your life. We are so grateful that our heart just keeps. Beating every moment and allows us to live every day and bring goodness into our lives and the lives of others. Be intentional about giving, receiving, being mindful of all the things we are grateful for. And then you choose one person who you're going to send these heart-shaped vibes to. Today, I'm going to choose my mom because she made me and I love her.
0: Oh, that's sweet.
1: Then it's time as I have tears in my eyes, it's time for the celebration portion where today we'll do a little Laughter yoga. So, you put your hands on your abdomen under your rib cage where there's that space there. You can feel your abdomen going in and out. If you push it out, push it in. And as you push it out, you can say, Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, work. <laughs> so ridiculous. But you know, intentionally laughing. Oh so but...
0: delicious. This is so delicious. Let's Thank get delicious, people. Yeah. Awesome. Is that the last part? Yeah, that's it. All right. That was so go
1: forth and yeah.
0: Manifest, mega fest, yes, go. It's manifesting on a mega level, like radical, great gratitude, radical love, radical forgiveness, and mega festing. Just go, do it big, do it you, yeah. Yeah. and
1: have fun. Have, have fun.
0: fun. Schedule fun in your day. Yeah, I would love to do a whole show on just receiving, being a good receiver, and being in the receiving mode in terms of Abraham Hicks. Mm. A whole topic right there. I'm going to add that to the agenda. Yes. All right. Thank you, Megan. This was so much fun. Yay. Thank you, Jenna. Everybody have a happy day. Happy weekend. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Love you, Megan. You're the best. Thank you.
1: You're the best, Jenna. Thank you so much.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.